Today is Thursday, March 17th. The title for our devotional is The Family and the Church. Tonight, as a part of our life-changing community conference, we're offering Ownership 101 and Family 101 as courses. We hope that you can join us at one tonight, and I hope you're able to join us at the other one last night. Today in the devotional, I'll be highlighting Family 101, just as yesterday we highlighted Ownership 101. And since this is a devotional, I thought we'd read a few passages of scripture that provide the basis for marriage and family. First, Genesis 2. We're going to begin in verse 18, but since we read this passage on Monday as well, um, I'm just going to I'm just going to read a few sections of it. The Lord God said, "It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him." Skipping ahead to verse 21. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed it up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. The man said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. There she shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. That is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife, and they become one flesh. Then the basis for family, Genesis 1, beginning in verse 27. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So I hope you're seeing how important Genesis 1-3 through is for understanding what it means to be human and how we are to live. So as we did yesterday, John and I have also recorded a conversation on family here today. So uh, stay tuned. Keep the dial here. You're like, this isn't a radio program. This is a podcast. So I don't know. I just wanted to say that. It just sounded like the right thing to say. Uh, but anyways, John and I have a conversation following. So stay here. Hey, LifeBridge, it is Thursday and we are in the middle of conference week. We've been sort of talking through the topics that we're covering um, on the nights of of the conference this week. And so um, what we're talking about today is family. We've got a course that um, that we're doing a one-on-one course called Family 101. And we're, it's kind of talking about family discipleship and our um, some of our views on that and how we approach it. And... Um, so we encourage all of you. It's the first time we've ever had it. So you've never been to it before unless you went to it last night um, to come be a part of Family 101 tonight. It's at 6 p.m. at church and we got dinner for you and childcare for your kids. But um, so we're going to talk about it. So Family 101, this is a course that uh, John, Pastor John Adams, sitting across from me, <laughs> put, uh, put together uh, for our church. So I'm going to have him talk through a little bit about what he's uh, going through at that course. Yeah, so as you said, and this is the first time we're going through this, so plan is to go through just a 30,000-foot view, quick theology of family. There's um, uh, and what, what the Bible calls us to for how, how God has created family. We're going to spend a little bit of time in Genesis, um, how God has created marriage and how God has uh, called us as a part of the creation mandate to be fruitful and multiply, um, and just what it looks like to be uh, in a family structure, and a family structure being the microcosm of the church, as or yeah, of the church community 
as well. So we'll talk about that very broad. Um, we'll address just uh, briefly some of our, our, our views on marriage and just say we have a traditional view on marriage and sexuality. Um, so we'll, we'll just talk about that uh, in, in brief. We'll go through then what we do as a church to support marriages. So we do premarital counseling, what we call uh, through a organization called SIMBIS, which, yes, means it's an acronym for saving your marriage before it starts. We go through that a lot. Um, it's a very good course, super helpful with, uh, 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 you, you go through, anyways, whatever. I wish you it up. Um, we'll talk about the value of singleness because oftentimes when we talk about marriage and family, singleness gets left out, even though Paul addresses it pretty, um, pretty strongly in first Corinthians and yeah, then we'll talk through parenting and then we'll talk about what the church does to help parent your kids to come alongside you and to help you as a parent. And we think one of the most important things we can do is support you, uh, as a parent and support you in your marriage. Um, but also to, uh, teach and help train your kids to to know Christ and to follow him and one of the most through orange uh, through our orange curriculum and one of the things that we're most excited about is to kind of talk through our plans and our ideas for youth discipleship for um, youth ages in ju- junior high through high school age which we've been thinking about a lot and we've got some ideas on paper and we're going to talk through them what we're planning to launch in the fall yeah, we, we want to be a church that, that disciples families well. And so I think sometimes we, we people tend to think about, um, for, for example, kids ministry, what we do on Sunday mornings. I think sometimes people tend to think about that through a different lens than we do. So if you're an adult who goes to church on Sundays, you probably, in, in your head, and, and this isn't to like put anybody on blast or anything, but... Um, the default for somebody like that when they see all the kids in the kids' rooms is that what we're doing there is getting them out of the adult <laughs> space so that they don't bug us. Um, but there's a lot more intentionality and vision and heart behind what we're doing uh, with our kids. We want them to grow up being taught the truth about about who God is. We want them to be taught the truth about how God loves them, how God created them, made them in his image. There's so much really important groundwork that happens during those years. Mm-hmm. And we want to, to be a place where that we have a really rich culture mm-hmm. of discipleship. Um, and we're, we're entering a season where we're starting to look at what we do with, uh, with teens more. So mm-hmm. middle school, high school students. And that's something that we're, um, we're very passionate about discipling through those, those really important uh, phases of life. Well, I think sometimes in churches, um, for the same reason, um, the priority can sometimes be a, sort of a programmatic priority. The, the idea of I want something for my kids that they like being a part of so that either so I can go to adult church or so I can go grocery shopping for 90 minutes or whatever the thought process is. But we don't want to have that sort of drop-off culture around what we do. We want to use those moments that we have with kids to really point them towards Jesus towards the love uh, that Jesus has for them and and the idea that there's this bigger story that they're a part of. There's this bigger story um, that points to, to Jesus and his kingdom and that each one of them is a part of that story. Um, and so we, wa- we want that to be um, a huge part of the culture of our church. There's other things. I mean, John talked just kind of briefly about 
the idea of, of how we view family theologically, you know, a, a more of a traditional view around marriage and sexual ethics and things of that nature. And we do think those are important, uh, important things that we, we care deeply about. And, um, in a, in a world where structures are continually just deteriorating more and more, we want, um, we want to be a place where family structures are very healthy, where kids are growing up and, and not wanting to reinvent the wheel of the family structure they experienced, but rather to, to pass that on to their kids. Right. So we want to model, we want to model faith for them. Well, we want to model marriage for them. Well, we want to parent them in godly loving ways. Um, and so that, that really is a big part of the heart of our church. It's something we're growing into more and more. Um, we've got obviously a very young, we're very young. We've, you know, only in the last couple of years, if we, have we maybe even been at the point where we thought we had even any ideas to share about parenting, (laughs) you know? Um, but, um, but yeah, so we're, we're excited to, to dive into this. Yeah. I think you bring up a good point as a lot lot of uh, culture, as our culture broadly, uh, our Western Americanized culture is, uh, is deconstructing institutions like family and church, or um, we see we see real opportunities for the church to to speak to the uh, the need and the wholesome family structure and what uh, what the Bible calls us to live in as a family is such a is is a picture that we see an opportunity that the church can really really invest in and and add a lot of uh, kingdom value in our communities by by supporting families and by supporting marriages through in that institution. And also the church, when we're talking about parenting and raising kids as, as kids get older and older and the parents influence continues to wane in those like adolescent junior high, high school years, we see again, just such an opportunity for the church to, to add voices that are saying the same thing or similar things that their parents have been often saying for years, but just expanding the circle as, uh, orange talks about a lot to having more people in a kid's life, just sharing the good news of Jesus, living out the good news of Jesus and can speak into their life, um, at various times through their life when they, when they need it. Again, those, those are some of the opportunities that we see for the church to, to reinforce the, just the, the good picture of family and marriage and home life, um, but also to come around and, and support kids and be that support structure in the institution that's so vitally important. Yeah, and I think our, our approach, it, it, is so, it is so important um, for parents to, to know what they believe and to have, have a good grasp on the values that they have and why they're parenting the way they are. I think um, in a more, I think what happens in more programmatic cultures, and by that, I, I, this is not to har- like harp on specific church programs, but a lot of what a lot of parents do, and I think the heart behind it is very good. I think in a lot of cases, parents know when they're they're not doing a great job. Um, they're like, man, I don't I don't know enough about the faith. I don't live it out well. I mess up all the time, etc. So I need to sort of I need I need help. So I'm going to drop my kid off at this church thing. And they're gonna and they're gonna get that there when they can't get it from me. I think the heart behind that is really good. But um, I grew up in the church, and I grew up with a lot of people who would now say that the from the kids' view, their view of that is my parents brought me to church all the time. They cared about church, but they were a completely different person outside of church. 
And so it's confusing for kids because the kids think that their parents are like living a double life or, or whatever it is. And, and they can grow up with a really confused or even a sour taste about church because they feel like their parents were one way at church and one way at home. Um, and in a lot of cases, I think that's not what the parents were trying to do. They weren't trying to pretend they were, they were recognizing I'm not doing this very well. I need help. So maybe I'll just take my kid to church. Mm-hmm. And our approach is we really, we want, we want the whole family to be discipled and we want, we want that parent. We want to say to that parent, "No, you are you are going to be the primary influence on how your kids view faith. Doesn't matter how great the church program is. You are going to be the bigger influence. So let's let's invest in your whole family in a more holistic way." And so, so um, that's not to say that we aren't you know we don't love it when you know new families show up. They don't know what they believe. They put their kids in kids ministry. That's awesome. Um, but but we really. It really is so important that that parents know what they believe about these things. That they're making these decisions on purpose. Mm-hmm. They're not just bringing their kid to to our church on Sundays because it gives them an hour break or something like that. That's that's confusing for your kid, you know. So um, so this stuff is so important. Yeah. And uh, we're excited to again dig into it more. Yeah. The last thing I'll say on it is the, it, it, at least in my experience in ministry, the um, marriage and parenting are are two two of the uh, spheres or whatever you want to call them, institutions where the touch points with church often happen because they're so important in our lives. So uh, for many folks, like when they, when they're getting married, that's when they're going to reach out to a pastor or to a church or get connected into a church because they need somebody to marry them or whatever, if they haven't been connected already. Mm-hmm. Um, or the, the stereotype I found to kind of be true too. When we have kids is when we start thinking about more important things like church and, how am I going to raise them and what kind of, uh, what belief system do I want them to have? Do I want them to be a part? What kind of community do I want my kids to be a part of? Those are, those are two like key touch points where the church, um, often interacts with people on, and it's because they're so important to our lives. So if I can give a plug for the family 101, um, uh, course, it's that these things are very important. They touch some of the, the, the most intimate, like core aspects of who we are the closest relationships in our lives, marriage and in parenting. Um, so these, these things are important for us to like have a, have a working understanding of and to know how the church is coming around and supporting us in these. Okay. So I won't say any more except that we hope one, one more time. We hope you'll join us again uh, tonight. Uh, it's Thursday night. We hope you'll join us for family 101. We also have ownership 101 just as we did last night. So if you came to one of those last night, you can come to the other one tonight and, Uh, We hope to see you there dinner at six and um, we're looking forward to it. Thanks guys.